All right, good morning, good morning. Today is a super special service, and I'm super glad you guys showed up today. Um, as you can tell, there's, a, there's, an, there's just an energy level. The Holy Spirit is here in a mighty way today, amen? And i um, so happy to see everybody. Today is one of those days we get to honor someone, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a really special opportunity, right? We, we can honor our Father in heaven on Father's Day, hallelujah. We, we can honor the fathers here on earth who've guided us uh, into adulthood today. And so I look at this day as we reclaim it away from Hallmark, and we bring it right here to the church, the body. Today we honor, whether you have had a great relationship with your dad or not, what we're going to do today is we're going to honor the role of fatherhood, that as a father, a father we'll see today in the scripture is called to teach, fellowship, provide, and, and to really intercede on our behalf. And when I think about fathers, one thing, whether they're like the great dads or not, right, because there's a whole spectrum, we know, we're human is that fathers carry this, what we call a burden of responsibility of fatherhood. And not as a burden, as like this, oh, burden, but just a deep, profound responsibility. And we'll acknowledge, like I said, that there's some, some dads that, yeah, maybe they struggled being a great dad, but they still carry this burden of responsibility. So we'll get started right away this morning. First, I would ask you to, Turn to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. And we know this one pretty well, but I thought we'd start here this morning. And it says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And when you first read that, it's kind of like, what? But the analogy which is amazing here that is so appropriate to us this morning is that the church is the bride of Christ, okay? Okay. And what's important is that the church is a living, breathing, holy entity. That it's someone to be cared for. And the church is not a building. The church is not a verb. The church is the people, you and me, who follow Christ in unity. And this is the root of what Pastor Mark has told us before, that we're not called to do church, we're called to be the church. And this is significant. Because, and you say, where, is he, where are you going, Dave, with this? Because, let's think about this analogy in the context of, let's say, like a wedding ceremony. So we know like the famous tune, right? As you start down the wedding ceremony, there's like canon and D, right? We know that the bride is us, the church, right? Oh, deep down, this one. This is why I asked Josh to learn how to play canon in D, by the way. <laughs> um, we know the groom is Jesus, right? And maybe God the Father might be the officiant, perhaps. But there's one important role that needs to be defined. And it's the father who walks the bride down the aisle. Who is that father that on earth who walks the daughter down 
and the bride down the aisle to the groom. See, I think of it this way, and it might sound kind of cheesy, but this is how I think of it, right? So the bride is on her father's arm and memories are flooding her mind in that very moment. She's thinking, this is the man who was there from the beginning. This is the man who taught me about life. This is the man who protected me. He showed me how to pray. This man is my friend. This man provided for me. This man modeled God for me here on earth. So I put forth to you this morning that this man to the church, the spiritual father of this church is our pastor. See, because, ah, you can cut it, Connor. <laughs> when you walk down the aisle of life, someone who's, who always carries that burden of fatherhood, that responsibility, right, of being anointed as the father of this church, of Kakako Christian Fellowship, is Pastor Mark. I know Mark's sitting here like, oh no, what's he going to say now? I don't know. I get it. But it's the burden and responsibility that he carries, right? As our father, our spiritual father of KCF. Now, I know if you ask Mark, you say, Mark, your role, if, would it be a burden? He says, not a burden, Dave. It wouldn't be a burden because it sounds very negative. And that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is that profound responsibility that comes with the role of being of spiritual fatherhood. If you turn with me to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17, this is, this is that profound responsibility. We have the confidence. It says, have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Must give an account to God. That's a profound responsibility to watch over the church. The pastors are accountable to God himself. Pastors are responsible for teaching and discipling the church, you and me. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, this, as you will see, is not always easy. It says, preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season, Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. An important role of the pastor, therefore, is to teach us the truth always, even when it's difficult for us to hear it, especially when we don't want to hear it. See, I think in today's world, in our society, with any, anyone has a computer, pretty much, or a mobile phone, it's easy for someone to broadcast their opinion on what is truth. And it's continually getting harder and noisier to hear what is truth. 
And this is where our pastor carries that burden and responsibility. To cut through the noise. To speak truth continually, even when we ourselves don't want to hear it. Sometimes we come to church and we're like, I just want to hear a funny story. I want to hear that there's no hell, that everyone just is all fun and games. That life is always going to turn out good and that there's no suffering, right? Sometimes we might even leave church and be like, ah, the message was okay today. I don't know, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. But the pastor carries that responsibility. He's not here to entertain, not make you feel necessarily good, but to tell you the truth, coming right out of God's word. And as a pastor, as Pastor Mark, he has, an, he has to account for what he teaches us to God himself and carry that burden. And sometimes it's not popular. In James chapter 3, verse 1, it says, Not many of you should become teachers, <laughs> my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. Did you know that? Do you want to be a pastor? <laughs> I don't know. You'll be judged more strictly. <clears throat> Teaching the church is a profound responsibility not to be taken lightly. It's not as simple as just creating your own podcast. Teaching is being responsible for Christ's bride. And as the bride's father, there is a responsibility to raise the church well. And if I were to summarize the, the role of the pastor as the spiritual father of the church this way, I would say, let's go back to the original church, the, the beginning in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And there, in, in verse 42, is one of maybe like five verses that are extremely important that describe the underpinnings of Christ's church. But in 42, it says this, and it's, it's very simple, but it's very profound. And it says, the devoted, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, number one, to fellowship, number two, to the breaking of bread, three, and to prayer, four. So to teaching, to fellowship, the breaking of bread, and to prayer. And I believe that what it's telling us is as the spiritual father what the spiritual father does to raise the church and prepare the church to join her groom, it's right there. It's to teach, it's to fellowship, it's to break bread and to, for prayer. And so today's Father's Day in 2019, I think we honor that burden and responsibility today. That the fathers in our lives and our pastor and Pastor Mark has to teach, model the fellowship, Provide and intercede for us. And here's, he's the one, you guys, that when we're walking down this aisle of life, he's the one that's carrying that responsibility to walk us down, to join in unity with Christ Jesus. So this morning, I know this is a complete surprise. I'm going to ask Pastor Mark to come up. He's like, what is going on? All right, it's not planned. He's like, oh no, you didn't know, huh? <laughs> All right, 
And we're going to give you a chair. This is the roasting chair. No, no, sorry, Darren. It's the church of, chair of honor. So what we got this morning is... We got a few people who, yeah, we're going to put you in the hot seat. (laughs) We got a few people who just want to come up and uh, share a few words to honor you, Pastor Mark. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Um, This is a a lychee lei, by the way, if you guys are wondering. Huh? From the streets of Liliha, the backyards of Liliha, lychee. We know you, you love lychee. But anyway, I um, just want to share a few words about um, Pastor Mark. <clears throat> uh, Mark, I first met you when I, was in, when I was a junior in high school. And that means I've known you for over 30 years. <laughs> you, you were my youth pastor, and despite your looks, you were, you were actually cool and interesting to talk to. You became the first real mentor in my life, my first discipler. You showed me how to pray. You showed me that God (coughs) loved me just as I was. You baptized me. You took David Kobashigawa, Jeff Harada, and me to MYF camp. (laughs) Crazy memories, so funny. We go on and on. Um, You opened up your life to me, and you shared with me over and over again Stories about your former life working at Pizza Hut. <laughs> How many times have I heard about that? You, you were always there for us Utes, whether, you wanted, whether we wanted you there or not. <laughs> you came to our graduations, and our friends started to know you as Pastor Mark, the guy with the glasses. Uh, you introduced us to Perowski's from Fort Street Mall. I don't know if you guys, no one knows except us, I think. <laughs> um, these are just random thoughts. Uh, you gave me one of my first jobs as a youth ministry intern at Monolo Gardens Missionary Church. You were one of my first bosses. Interestingly enough, you helped me decide to pursue a career in physical therapy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mark, you were a second father to Pauline starting all the way back to high school. You were there for her when she finally passed your driver's license road test. Finally. <laughs> she's she's going to kill me. She's not liking this, not liking this. But before she took it, she, you prayed with her. You asked God to be with her. You told her that God was with her and that she was going to pass it this time. And hallelujah, she passed. <clears throat> You and Joanne showed Pauline what a marriage centered on God looked like. Growing up, she never experienced that, and you guys were the model for our future marriage together. You officiated our wedding, but more importantly, you took us through premarital counseling and helped us set up the rules. The D word has never been mentioned in our house. And yes, everything is and will be my fault as a husband. I had a hard time with that one. I still do, but it's proved to be true, true over and over again. Uh, you were with us as mom struggled with cancer. You grieved with us and when she passed and when she went to be with the Lord. 
You prayed with Pauline and I when we struggled to get pregnant. You rejoiced with us when we conceived and bragged that you could continue your streak of being called Dr. Love. Uh, you visited us at the hospital after both of the kids were born. When Mari was born, you brought us a baguette because, remember this? <laughs> because in your words, it was the best thing I could think of because you begat a girl. <laughs> right? This is Mark, right? You guys know Mark. It's like, what? Uh, you bravely started Kakako Christian Fellowship and led us to a new way of doing church. You've provided a house for my family to grow, worship, heal, struggle, discover, and thrive. We've been through so much together. These past 15 years at KCF have been amazing. God has been so faithful and good to us. I could go on and on about all that's happened, but I have a feeling that much of that will be covered by other people who are going to be following me today, speaking. We've got lots coming today to you today. And so it's my honor to honor you on this Father's Day. To me, you are a pastor, mentor, discipler, spiritual father, brother, counselor, coach, and friend. <clears throat> Thank you for always being there for me whether I liked it or not. <laughs> my, fa- my family is a reflection of your ministry, and we are eternally grateful, and we look forward to all the great years ahead with you. <laughs> I'm Tammy, and with Neil, I was part of um, Pastor Mark's youth group, at Moanalo Gardens Missionary Church. There's a handful of us here today. And uh, so, over the years, um, I was in Hawaii, and then I wasn't, and then all that time we kept in touch. Mark still kept a whole bunch of letters that I sent him when I lived on the mainland. Kind of scared of what they all say. But, um, I, you know, we've been, Mark's been there, Mark and his family have been there through all of my life stages, from being youth to being able to do the KCF together. And, we, you know, our relationship has changed over those times, and we've seen um, Mark's family grow. Mark and Joe had Michelle right, right before I went to college. And then um, over the years, seeing his family grow, and then, um, and then ours. So it, it's been quite a journey. Some things that have not changed about Mark over the years, one is um, all his jokes, his stale jokes, and um, Dr. Love, uh, and that Mark really likes books. So some, Mark would like to gift books, and um, as a leadership team, have us read books. This is a book that uh, Mark, yeah, like Mark and Neil and I actually went through when Neil and I were still in high school, and I've kept it all these years. Um, he's calling Neil out on whether or not he still has his. And I figured it had something important to say, because so, if you can see, it has a big burn in my book, because I don't know, somewhere along the way, it got, I figured God was trying to get my attention when it got, it didn't catch on fire, but it, it got burned through. 
was a lamp. It was a lamp. Uh, but there's a part of this book that I highlighted 30-some years ago, and I think really reminded me about, um, made me think about Mark. So it says, the real qualities of leadership are to be found in those who are willing to suffer for the sake of objectives great enough to demand their wholehearted obedience. And so I guess what I was going to say today, Mark, is, you know, you've been, um, I always think of Mark as somebody who has a heart who seeks for God. And that he, that's always been something really steadfast about him. And that uh, even though sometimes I think Mark drives me crazy sometimes, I feel like I, I never question what his motives are. His motives about his, his seeking for God and his caring and his, his love for us. Um, so that's always been something I really admi- admired about Pastor Mark. I think many of us have been inspired by Pastor Mark and Joe's faith and their testimony about their own relationship with God over the years. I know that many people have referenced um, the various times where they've shared about how they've prayed for God's provision, um, been faithful in their tithing and giving of their offering, and prayed for God's provision really specifically for needs that they had. And that's really inspired not only me, but a lot of other people, like when Joe said, we need X dollars to make rent or to pay for you know, life expenses. And then God gave her a job just for that amount. And she always said, oh, maybe I should have prayed for more, right? So I was like, but you know, I think that's just been an inspiration and example for a lot of us. Um, and Pastor Mark, he always speaks the truth and wants the best for, for us. And so I just really, that's always been, I don't think... That's really common among people, um, and I think that that's been something really special. So for myself and my family, I feel like we've been discipled by Pastor Mark and, and really been um, the better for it. So thank you. Good morning, Pastor Mark, and happy Father's Day. I'm sorry I can't be there to personally um, say happy Father's Day to you. I am actually performing Godfather duties myself in Washington with my eldest goddaughter graduating from high school. But I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Uh, 13 years ago, you welcomed me with open arms and the years since of um, many times of fellowship and some great talks of wisdom and guidance and a lot of prayer time with you is definitely appreciated. It means a lot. And I'm sure not just to me, but for many others, and even those times of small groups uh, with Jeff, Bob, and so many other uh, men following God's word. And uh, appreciate all that you've done. I hope you have a blessed, happy Father's Day. Uh, Love, aloha, and God bless you, Pastor Mark. Hi, I'm Susan Mia Cheryl, and this is my daughter, Lydia. And um, Jim got really sick last night, and so we're speaking on behalf of him. So please bear with us. It seems like I've known Mark all my life, and that's pretty close to the truth. Mark was my youth group leader when I was in junior high, which means that he was there for my awkward teenage years when I struggled to figure out the big questions in life, the meaning of life, how I fit in with the world, and how I could convince my parents to buy a pair of Z Cavarici pants for me. And Mark was there to patiently encourage and prod me to realize that there was more to life that I could see with my earthly eyes. Mark truly has been a spiritual father to me. 
In a number of ways, I am who I am today because of him. So if you have any issues with my husband, please talk to Mark. It's his fault. (laughs) Seriously, though, through the years, Mark has always been there for my family. He walked alongside us as we journeyed through the hills and valleys. And I think we know who our true friends are because those are the ones that we reach out to when we are in our low moments. It's easy to reach out to anyone when we are experiencing our highs, but we usually only reach out to the select trusted few when we are in our doldrums. And for me, Mark has been one of those trusted individuals. When my family and I face really challenging or tough times, Mark would be one of the first people I called. And about nine years ago, when I was four months pregnant, we learned that our son Peter would not make it and we were devastated. Mark, Joe, and John came over to be with us and to pray for us. And I vividly recall that the Chris Tomlin's More Than Enough song was playing in the background. And Mark prayed for us and encouraged us by saying that regardless what happens in life or what life threw at us, God was more than enough. And I've realized that this is what Mark has been showing me from my awkward teenage years to my awkward middle age years now, that God is more than enough for me. Mark always pointed to me, not him, but to God. Many people, especially many leaders, make it about themselves, about people following them. But Mark doesn't point to himself. He always points to God. As parents, isn't that what we really want for our children? We don't want our kids to follow us. Rather, we want our kids to follow Christ. And as my family and I are launched from KCF to Salt and Light, I know that this is the fruit of Mark's patience and purposeful cultivation through the years. Like a loving parent who desires to see his child shot into the world like an arrow, I believe that this transition for us is like Mark, my spiritual father, releasing us into the world. And though it will be difficult to leave Mark and our KCF family, we know that this is for a purpose greater than ourselves. And this is what Mark has been teaching me almost all of my life, that God is truly more than enough. Thank you, Pastor Mark, for teaching us to follow God. We love you. Cousin Mark, I want to say thank you for all the different things you've meant to me the last 30 plus years. Uh, As a teenager, I remember you as the old guy on the basketball court uh, who actually had a little bit of game and combined with the love we shared for sports, it really helped me to respect you and trust you right away. Uh, Since then, you've been more than my pastor. You've been a mentor, a role model, a psychiatrist at times. Uh, You've supported me through all my ups and downs. You've challenged me to become a better person. And when things got a little confusing, you always reassured me that if I trust in God's plan, things were always gonna work out. Uh, You've impacted me more than you know. And again, I want to say thank you for being a true friend and wish you a very happy Father's Day. So, you know, you look like you're sitting on the toilet up here. (laughs) (laughs) Uncomfortable. All right. I thought this was a roast, Dave.
So, uh, Pastor Mark, when Dave asked me to come up and share what you meant to our family as a spiritual father, I had a really hard time. So, I even Googled spiritual father. Uh, no, I didn't have your picture. And I looked up verses about father, and I got nothing. So, so here goes nothing. So um, Dave and I were going to Moana Loa with Pastor Cal. I love him so much. So it took a lot to come to Pastor, Pastor Mark's church. And the only reason we did it is because it was closer to where we lived. Yes, yeah, sun and light, here we come, 15 years later. Um, so in 2003, uh, Dave and I, uh, you gave us counseling. Do you remember that? You came to our house? Yeah, we needed a lot. So we got married, uh, and the next year, Dave and I went up to Kazakhstan to adopt Daniel and Tyler. And, <laughs> and Mark uh, prayed for us then and sent us up, and I'm sure we had much more prayers while we were up there. Um, by the way, Dave will always tell me to tell the story whenever we're up on stage, so I'm telling my story about you. Um, and then, many years later, so I was at the Hyatt for many, many years, and Pastor Mark uh, did lots of shop blessings, right? No. Yes, you did. No. And he did housekeeping blessings, like, yeah, at different departments um, at the Hyatt because they were, like, being attacked by evil spirits. And so, yeah, Mark came and blessed. Um, so that was all good. And he baptized our family. He's given us counseling in bad times, and we went through it. Um, even on um, our journey to make a decision to salt and light, um, Mark, you're really a big help on that, even though I really don't want to leave you. So. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we, all, we all follow what God says. So, and even Mark, when I said, oh, I'll just go to Salt and Light and not really do anything to help Pastor Max. <laughs> but he gave me words of encouragement that I should, you know, lead and help as much as I can. So, um, you know, it's funny, Dave said that you take a lot of bread, and I'm like, you get sick a lot, Mark, right? <laughs> and I think it's because he takes a lot of burden. Yeah, because of us. Yeah, he holds a lot of burden for the church, and I think that's why he gets sick. So thank you for getting sick for us. <laughs> so at the Hyatt, um, we always said when we answered the phone, um, Cheryl at your service. We're supposed to say that. It killed me, but I got used to it. Um, so when Mark ever called, I would say that. And that's why I think so he, I don't know if you hear him say that to me, but he says that to me once in a while. So Mark, even though I'm off to salt and light uh, to our next journey, I am always at your service. Hello, good morning, Pastor Mark and uh, KCF families. Hi, this is Pastor Tony. Uh, surprise, right? Uh, I miss you, uh, I love you, and I want to say thank you 
and thank you for your blessings uh, on our ministry when I and Lily uh, serve the church in Hawaii and right now we are on a mission trip in the Middle East uh, we are leading uh, children summer camp and the most of kids are the Syrian refugees and we want them to know God the Father's heart. God loved them and we love them. So pray for us and wish you all have a great happy Father's Day. We miss you. Hope you can visit us either in the Middle East or in Southern California. God bless you. Bye. Hi, Pastor Mark. How you doing? <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed because everyone looks so well prepared and they had like stuff written down and everything. And as you know, we don't do stuff that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I think I met Pastor Mark about nine or ten years ago when I first walked in here. And a um, couple of months later, he had this campaign going on. I don't know if you remember. One of your best campaigns, by the way. You didn't have to read anything. It was called GPS. <laughs> And I took the test, and it kind of gave you your bent, you know, and how you work out, and it put you in the ministry. And that's how I ended up in sound ministry, because uh, I'm very task-oriented. Thank you. Thank you. So that was kind of nice. Uh, I know that he still does a lot of campaigns. I don't like to read a lot, but he's getting very wise, because every campaign somehow comes with a video. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of good, yeah. Um, years later, um, I was putting away some equipment, uh, at sound, it was the end of service, and Pastor Mark, how many of you guys know Pastor Mark is very subtle? No hands, okay. <laughs> yeah, and he came to me and he said, hey, Sonny, when are you going to get married? I know, I know, not that subtle. Kaneoi, Sonny. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so uh, I was like, uh, caught me kind of flat-footed, and I was like, well, you know, we got plans, and we're going to do it on this day and that day, and anyway, long story short, Dr. Love, Koolau Catering, um, had uh, my lovely wife and I saying the I do's. Yeah, and aside from Sandra and I, he was the life of the party. Everyone's telling me, man, you got a cool pastor. Of course, I never told him that, because, you know, go to his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also enjoy, um, how many of you guys know that Pastor Mark's birthday, it's on May 5th. And um, yeah, yeah, and I, I really enjoy um, uh, letting him know that he would have been a great Mexican. <laughs> and it's great to watch him squirm, trying not to be inappropriate. And, uh, and that's one of the few times I get to ding him, yeah? So yeah, that, that's a lot of fun. But lastly, um, uh, I want to thank Pastor Marcus. Um, in November, uh, I guess it's going to be almost two years since I've been declared with cancer. Yeah, yeah, and, um, and I'd like to thank Joe and a lot of people at church for praying for me. Uh, I'm still here, although I was given a very short expiration date. Uh, apparently, doctors can't figure out either when babies are born or when you're going to die. It's up to the Lord, yeah? But um, I, I got to tell you, Pastor Mark has been with me there. I mean, it's been a journey, and I know the Lord has been with me. But Pastor Mark has been there with me also. Uh, I can't tell you how much um, Pastor Mark cares and is always there. I mean, texting me and how you doing when I walk into church. And um, he has such a love for all of us. 
and I just can't explain it. Um, sometimes I even feel bad because I don't have good news, <laughs> and I, I don't want him to feel bad. And I and I know how how that kind of burdens him. And and um, I I want to tell you that Pastor Mark is not just my pastor; he's my friend. And I want to thank him. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Seven reasons why I appreciate Pastor Mark. Okay, cut, cut, cut. Five reasons why I appreciate Pastor Mark. Cut, 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 cut. Three reasons why I appreciate Pastor Mark. Pastor Mark is a very funny guy. He tells a whole lot of jokes and sometimes he makes me laugh. I remember once I was struggling with the Daniel fast when Pastor Mark took me to Zippy's and ordered some veggie burgers and it tasted so good, it tasted wonderful. Later on, we found out that that veggie burger was on the banned list. No wonder it tasted so good. But thanks Pastor Mark for helping me out. And the number one reason, Pastor Mark is the very best church planting coach that I've ever had in my life. He's the only one that I've ever had, but he is the best. Thank you, Pastor Mark, for praying, supporting, meeting with me, and teaching me all that you know in 10 minutes. Uh, it was a lot. And so, thank you, Mark. We love you. Happy Father's Day. Have a great day. Aloha. So, I have five reasons. <laughs> you know, uh, five things that Pastor Mark has uh, taught um, myself and uh, my wife, Vanessa. You know, um, when I first came to this church, you know, you, you're a young pastor. You're, you, fi- you think you have it all figured out. You know, you think you're all that. Yeah, you know, I know everything about the Bible. Oh, just, you know, okay, I'm going to show off. And Pastor Mark, yeah, he just has that face. He just has that same face. I've seen it so, and it took me like six and a half years to understand that. I don't need to show off. I don't need to try to prove myself. He just loves me. Amen? He just loves us for who we are. And that's like God. That's like our Heavenly Father. And I think one of the top things, the, the top thing that Pastor Mark has taught me is that our Heavenly Father just loves us for who we are. He just loves us because He loves us. We don't have to try to earn it. We don't have to try to you know, prove ourselves to Him. He just loves us. So how to be a spiritual son. And then he said, you know, you can be, uh, first learn to be a spiritual son, then you can be a spiritual dad to other people. And it took me a long time, and I'm still learning that. So thank you, Pastor Mark. And you also have to be a good, learn how to be a follower first of Jesus. Then you can become a leader. That was another big thing that he taught me. Um, Second thing that really stands out to me is that, you know, my relationship with my wife has to be a huge priority. My relationship with Vanessa has to be key. Like before the kids, before... Uh, being a good dad. It has to be uh, being a good husband. And so Pastor Mark models that uh, with Joe. And thank you, Joe, 
for all the help that you've given. Where is Joe, by the way, Joanne? I can't see. Where? Oh, there you are. Hi. So, <laughs> way in the back. And we honor you today, too. And uh, thank you uh, with, you know, uh, helping with Vanessa and I and, and really help counseling us and praying for us. You know, uh, both of them have been there for us when we walked through some hard times. And, um, you know, just, just teaching me, just like Neil, you know, so many valuable, valuable lessons. So thank you for teaching me that. Number three, he taught me the importance of character. Character counts. So it's character before competence. Amen. And so he's teaching me how to uh, value uh, who I am, who God has made me uh, before anything that I can try and do. As I look as we plant this new church and thinking about all the different leaders that we need. And, you know, I'm like, what does Pastor Mark say? What does he, what does he teach me? And I keep going back to that. And we're looking for people with character. And we want to build up people um, and their character. Amen? That's number three. Number four, don't judge others. Don't judge others. Pastor Mark, oh, man, he taught me this, like, some hardcore times. I was like, you know, such a critical spirit I can have sometimes. And looking at other people and judging them and their motives. And he would sit me down in his office, and he's like, don't judge them. You don't know their full motives. You haven't walked in their shoes. You don't know for sure. And I, so, but, and I, and I keep on trying to have ammunition. And Pastor Mark says, just don't judge. You don't want to be judging because God's going to judge you with that same measure. Don't judge others. Don't be critical. That was number four. And then finally, and there's lots of other things too, but the fifth thing is honor your father and mother to honor your parents. And just having that, that attitude that you have to, no matter who they are, like your parents, God gave you these parents and honor them. And so I've been having a really hard time with my dad. He has dementia. And so, you know, so many times I'm like, that's for me, it's just a, a huge thorn in, in my life and a hurt. And I go to Pastor Mark and I'm like, Pastor Mark, I can't take it anymore. And like, I'm dealing with it. It's really hard. And what do I do? You know, what is a correct way that I'm supposed to love my dad? How am I supposed to treat my dad? And, you know, Pastor Mark, he just shares, honor your dad. Honor your father and mother. That's what the Bible says. And he's a, a man. He's a pastor who is under the authority of God's word. And he just p- keeps pointing me back to God's word every time. Honor your father and mother. Okay, well, what does that look like, Pastor Mark? You know, you have certain healthy boundaries in your life. And you have to honor your dad, but keep these healthy boundaries at the same time. So anyway, these are just five things that the Lord has has really taught me, and they're going to stay with me. There's lots of other stuff. I wanted to say thank you, Pastor Mark. You'll always be my spiritual dad. You'll always be my mentor. You received myself and my family into this family. You gave me so much. Thank you so much. Today I want to honor you as my spiritual dad. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Um, what someone, Something that my dad is to me, or who, what I appreciate about him, is that he leads by example. 
I think um, something that I think about when I think of my dad is that he's very genuine. And um, that's something that I've learned from him is that being a Christian is in not about being religious or going to church on Sundays, but it really is about who you are every day of the week, every hour of the day. And it's something that I've seen him do is picking up his Bible every day and spending time in the Word, spending time praying about um, anything that he's going through, anything that he wants to give to God. And that's what I've I've learned from him through the, throughout the years. And it's just very valuable to me that he um, practices what he preaches, literally. And it's just this idea that we're real people and we should be genuine about what we believe. And so thank you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Hey, you never cried. That's good. <laughs> no, so... He's going to take offices. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Thanks, everybody, for participating today. Uh, Pastor Mark. <clears throat> as, as we saw, and nobody scripted this thing where I didn't know exactly what people were going to say, but I think it was very consistent with what the Bible teaches us. And you were a teacher. You're also someone who fellowships well, you know. Hey, he's the cool pastor. Uh, and uh, tells stale jokes. <laughs> like every father. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're going to do it today. We're going to break bread out there, uh, have a pancake breakfast. And Mark, as you've been telling us over and over, you know, it starts with prayer. And, um, and when I look back on Acts Chapter 242, that's what the first church was about. We are who we are because of you. So thank you, Pastor Mark. <laughs> so would you stand with me? We'll, we'll close in prayer. It's a good service. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Uh, we would have loved to have included everyone, but we would have been here for the next year, I think. <laughs> so... Just uh, pray with me, and then we'll bring up Pastor Mark, and we'll pray for him, too. I think we should do that, but first of all, I just want to say, uh, Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for our fathers. Uh, we thank you, Lord, for Pastor Mark Morimoto, God, uh, that he is our spiritual father, Lord, that um, he's the anointed one. He's the one that you've brought into our lives to take us on this journey uh, in the last 15 years, and then it'll go on for another 15 and more. And we talk about it as KCF 1.5 and then 2.0, now Salt and Light, uh, Chinese Mission Church, Streams of Life, so many, Lord, that uh, you've birthed through Pastor Mark, and we thank you so much for that. And Father God, you know, we, um, one of the things I, I've told Mark this that I appreciate about him is that he is a leader that what separates him from other leaders is he serves on his knees. He's a, ser a true servant of you, Lord. 
And that we, it's unequivocally we know that. Um, that, uh, and that we can follow a leader who earnestly seeks you. I want to share a couple of verses um, in Isaiah 66 two. It says, the, these are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. And in Psalm 84.9, this is our prayer for you, Mark. It says, look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Heavenly Father, we, we bless you on Father's Day and we ask that you bless Pastor Mark this morning. On Father's Day, amen. Mark, would you come up and we'll uh, just say a prayer for Pastor Mark. Okay, you just extend your hands. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this man. Lord, we know that uh, it's always a journey and it's never easy. God, that your call is not one of just an easy road, Lord, or... um, that it's all going to be happy, happy. But we know it is a journey that you've called us to that draws us closer to you. Lord, that um, as Paul talks about, you know, that, that suffering is glory for you. So Lord, we thank you this morning for Pastor Mark. Lord, we thank you for Joanne. We thank you that what they've meant to us and continue to mean to us Lord, on Father's Day, Lord, we just want to just say, Pastor Mark, we, we lift you up as our spiritual father this morning. Thank you. We bless you. And uh, thanks for his still jokes, too. <laughs> and just the cool guy that he is. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Today, we hope that we modeled a little bit of what it would look like to honor your father. And so when you go home this evening and there's a father in that household, maybe you can practice a little bit of this and honor your fathers as well in your homes. God bless you. Have a great week.